Hey, hey, welcome back to She Wakes Up. I'm your host, Stacey Failing, and this is episode number three. If you're new here and you haven't yet listened to any of the episodes, I would encourage you to pause this and just catch up really quick for one, just to make sure that you're in the right place. And for two is because today's content is going to spin off of those last two episodes. Um, If you are returning and you've tuned in before, I thank you so much for coming back. And I've appreciated and loved so much watching and reading the reviews that have come in over the last week. It has meant so much to me. So thank you. If you haven't yet left a review and this podcast does serve you, I would love it if you would share it with a girlfriend and then go over to Apple Podcasts. It takes just a couple of minutes. If you scroll all the way at the bottom, it's all set up ready for you. It takes no time at all. And it's really going to help this podcast get out there and recognized and help other women to walk along this journey with us. So if you could just take a couple minutes to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. Today's episode is going to continue off of what the last two episodes were about, but we're really going to get into some tangible things. So we're going to go at this one step at a time, because like I said, in the last couple episodes, this is a journey. This is not an overnight fix. So I'm going to help get you started and give you five things that you can start doing now that will help you to get closer to digging deeper, just one step closer to being able to unearth everything that has gotten you to where you are feeling stuck right now. I love sharing my story with you, but I also feel that in order to help you get to where you need to be, we have to have some tactical things that we can start to implement so that you can start to do the work and start to see those results. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. All right, welcome back. Today's episode is going to go off of the last couple episodes where we really talked about the importance of digging deep, where we have to go visit our past to help us figure out why it is and how we got stuck in the first place. And I know I shared a little bit of my personal story with you, and that's just going to continue to unfold as we go through this podcast together. Um, But today's episode, I really want to give you some tactical things that you can start to implement today so that you can start to do the work to get deep, to get you unstuck. So I really want you to think for just a minute, where is it that you are stuck currently? Is it in your relationship? Is it in your career? Is it in motherhood? Is it in your own health and wellness? Is it in your spirituality or your faith? Maybe it's you're feeling stuck with how to love yourself. 
And it could be any of these things, and it could be a combination of these things. So I really just want you to think for a second on where it is that you are and where it is that you feel stuck, because that's going to help us to understand where we have to go. So there are five steps that we're going to talk about today, because like I said, this is a one step at a time. This is a process, and we're going to go through this together, and it's not going to be an overnight fix for you. It is a journey, and as long as you're willing to go on that journey and understand that while this whole thing is to get you to a better place, to get you unstuck, that there will be roadblocks along the way, and even when the work is done, it's never really done. It's it's really a toolbox to get you to learn all of the things that are going to help you throughout the rest of your life. Once you learn them, it becomes a lot easier to go through that work, like I had talked about in the last couple episodes. So why don't we just dive right in and get to step number one. So step number one is facing the past, looking in that rearview mirror and start digging. Really start to figure out what it is that your deepest beliefs and morals and values and who you were as a child, invite her to be with you during this episode and picture her. What does she look like? What is she doing? What are her thoughts, her emotions, her beliefs? What are her dreams, her goals? And write it down. And if you can, share it with somebody that you love, just so that you can not only express it and get it out, but so that you can also give yourself a little bit of accountability. Like this is the process that I'm going through right now. And I just want to make you aware that this is where I'm at. Like I said, to give you that accountability. And know, like I said, that this is a process. So give yourself the time and take the time. Know that this isn't something that needs to be rushed. This is something to just get you started. When you get started and you start to do that work, the easier it becomes and the more that you will find yourself just naturally being in these habits to help you work it all out. So step number one is to face the past. Write it down, talk it out, give yourself time to process and dig deep. And if something hits you hard and it brings up a ton of emotions, maybe some pain for you. It's okay to stop and revisit this at a different time, or you are always welcome to push through. You are always welcome to accept your emotions and feelings as you're dealing with everything. As we go back to revisit some of the things in the past, some of it can be painful to revisit, but it is important to do that work. So just know that it's okay. If you are able to accept it and push through, that is so powerful. But if you need to stop, take a minute, feel those emotions, and then come back to it at a later time, that is beautiful as well. Whatever it is that you are feeling, go with how your gut is treating this whole situation. There is no rush. There is no rules. This is for you. This work is for you. So however you have to deal with it to make it happen, is up to you and there is no shame in whatever choices that have to be made to do the work. So please just know that you have that permission right from the beginning. The second step is to find forgiveness. And I know that we've talked about this a little bit, but finding forgiveness can be very difficult because a lot of times we think that when we are forgiving the situation or we're forgiving the person, that we are washing away any accountability and we're just justifying the situation or the person that hurt us. That's not it at all. So I want to go over what forgiveness is not. It is not justification. It is not giving that person the okay for what they have done or the situation. And it doesn't go without consequences. By forgiving, that doesn't mean that this person or this situation shouldn't be held accountable for what happened. 
And it's not about the other person. The forgiveness exercise is never about that other person. It's about you. It's not about rekindling things because just because you do the work doesn't mean that you have to go and make amends and start that relationship from scratch or revisit that situation if it makes you uncomfortable. And it's not immediate. The forgiveness practice does take time until you can really feel it wholeheartedly within yourself that you know that you have been able to let go. So this is some work that takes repetition, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And the closer that you get to breaking those chains, the more you start to be and feel free. So what forgiveness is, it is about breaking those chains that are holding you down, that have that heaviness that you carry with you because it hurts. And because we haven't done the forgiveness work, it's going to continue to weigh us down. Forgiveness gives us strength. When we do the work as uncomfortable sometimes and painful and emotional and how many times we have to revisit it can vary depending on where you are in the situation and and who you are, but it does give you that strength. Every single time that you do that, you're getting stronger, not just from the situation, but you're also getting stronger in learning the process of forgiveness, but also the process of moving on and the process of not letting things weigh you down in the future. Forgiveness is acceptance. It does matter that you do have to confront this and you do have to understand that this did happen. This person treated you this way or this situation did occur. I need to realize that this is reality. I have to accept that this happened to me or that this person did these things to me. That's the truth of the matter and we can't escape that. And it's not healthy and it's not going to help us move forward if we keep hiding away from that. So we must accept it. So that's what the forgiveness exercise helps us to do. This is something that you might have to revisit numerous times before you can really feel free of that person or the situation. Finding forgiveness is making room because ultimately we want to get unstuck and we want to get to this point of our dreams and our goals and that fulfillment and happiness that we deserve. When you are able to get rid of all the clutter, if you think about it as spring cleaning your house, right? Like you've been eyeballing this um, end table from Pier 1. I don't even know if Pier 1 is around anymore, but then maybe that's aging me. I don't know, (laughs) but I used to love Pier 1. So maybe you've been checking out this end table that's at Pier 1 and you just find it so cute and you want to put it in your house, but you just have no room. But then one day you finally get a bug up your butt and you're like, I just really need to go through a bunch of things and just purge and get rid of the clutter. It's driving me nuts. I don't even use half of this stuff anymore. This furniture is so dated. I don't like it anymore. I just want to refresh. And so you do. And lo and behold, the space that you felt was the perfect space for this end table that you've wanted for the longest time now becomes clear. You now have room because you got rid of the books in that dusty bookshelf that kept that space. To where now it's open and ready for your new end table. And you're so excited because you've been waiting so long. It's the same thing with forgiveness and this work that we're going to be doing. If we can get rid of the junk that's keeping us stuck, it's going to make room for all the good things. And we're going to have that space. And it's going to come to us because we freed it. The cobwebs are gone. The dust is gone. The clutter is gone. And now we have opened ourselves up to the new possibilities and gives us that free space that we really want and that we really need. Forgiving and letting go of what has hurt you is for you to be able to break those chains to make the room so that you no longer are held back by the heaviness of whatever it is that is holding you back. 
And step three is taking responsibility. So part of that is that acceptance piece that I said. You have to understand that these are things that have happened that we cannot change, right? So we have to understand that our past does not define us. The only thing that's really holding you back right now are your thoughts around what has happened. Your thoughts around that person or that situation that hurt you, your thoughts around um, yourself, your beliefs, wherever your mindset is, that's what's holding you back. Your past is not, okay? In order to move forward in this third step, we have to take responsibility for what has happened to us, even though some of this may not be our fault, but it is our fault that we are allowing it to continue to burden us and not make that space for us to be able to move on to where we can get unstuck. We have to apologize for our negative thoughts. We have to learn to reframe our limiting beliefs. And that's part of that responsibility piece is learning to give yourself grace and knowing that it's okay, that we're not going to be perfect and that it shouldn't be expected of us to be perfect, but we have to reframe our limiting beliefs. And how you learn to do that is its own process in and of itself. And this is where affirmations can be really helpful to start training your brain to think in a more positive way. This is also where digging deeper to figure out where your beliefs and your thoughts around a specific area came from in the first place can really help to get you out of that space of those negative and limiting beliefs. So I encourage you to practice that. You know, the affirmations, like I said, are fantastic. If you do need a little bit more help with that, I have created six weeks of affirmation cards that you can download and print out and you can post around your house or at your work, or you can keep them on your phone, however you want to utilize them. If you go to the link in the show notes, or if you follow me on Instagram, my link is in my bio. You can just click on there, the download. It's free. Like I said, you can print them out and you can get started with those there. It's super easy. Um, I know that there's also places like Amazon that you can get like a box kit of affirmation cards if you want something a little bit more formal. Whatever it is, it's up to you, but there are ways that you can start with those affirmations. Super easy. You can go on Pinterest even and find some things. So that's one way that's really helpful. Um, The other thing is knowing that now you're in charge of rewriting your story. From now until the future, you are in charge of that. So while you can't rewrite the past, and we know this, we've talked about this, but taking responsibility is knowing that now, from this moment on, you are in charge of the future. And you have to wholeheartedly believe that because by doing the work and starting out with these first five steps is really the beginning to rewriting that story for you. We have to do that forgiveness piece. This is you being responsible again for the situation at hand, but also doing the work and digging into how it is that you got here in the first place. You have to do that forgiveness piece to the point where you can 100% feel in your gut that the situation or the person is forgiven. And you also have to know that it's okay to let go in doing that acceptance and letting go with peace to be able to make room for the love and the abundance that you really want and deserve, it's okay. Whatever is no longer serving you, whatever is keeping you stuck, there's a reason why it's really okay to let that go. And sometimes we feel like we have to hang on to it because if this is the way we were raised and this is how our parents believed. And, you know, these were thoughts that <clears throat> you were raised around. And so it's really hard sometimes to wrap your head around the fact that 
there is a way that you can do things to please you and to serve you. And it's okay to let it go if it no longer does that for you. So just know, give yourself that permission again. All right, step four is practice gratitude. This is also something like the affirmations where you can Google search, you can Pinterest, all sorts of ways to practice gratitude. I personally use a five-minute journal where I write down in the morning three things that I'm grateful for that day and um, three things that would make today great, one affirmation, and then I revisit it at night where they ask me the, the prompts on the page that say, What's three things that really went well today and what's one thing that could have been improved? And by doing that really allows me to not only practice the gratitude and feel good for what I have, but it's really allowed me to get creative because I don't come up with the same things every day. And it's allowed me to understand how much I really do have to be grateful for the simplest things that you don't even think about that we take for granted all the time. It starts to come out when you do that practice. And the more that you can be grateful for, the more abundance that you will have. It's just like the law of attraction that we talked about. The more good and happiness and thankfulness that you put out in the world, the more that of the positive comes to you. If you have these big goals and dreams, let's just say for example's sake that it's a material thing, that you have this vehicle that's like your dream car. And you know that like once you have this dream car, you're going to be so grateful to have that. Well, there's a quote that I absolutely love. And it says, if you can't be grateful for a cup of coffee, you're not going to ever be grateful for a yacht or a mansion because it all comes back to the same thing. Gratitude. You have to be grateful for what you have in order to make space for more. And if you can't begin to feel grateful for what you have, you can't expect the world to provide you with more. It's just how it works. And for anybody that's ever been stuck in their own limiting beliefs and their thoughts about that, money, for example, you know, we've had those money blocks where we we say all the time, oh, we want to make six figures a year and it'd be nice if I could win the lottery. And But you really don't think about where the limiting beliefs around money are coming from and that the thoughts in your beliefs around money is really what's holding you back. Nothing else. And that's a super powerful thing to think about because it sounds so simple, but I'm telling you. This is part of the work. And when you start to do the work, you will really see how it shifts your thoughts and your mindset and that you will start to see the light because you're focused on it. It's literally the law of attraction. So the more you do it, the more you will get from it. You have to make it a point every single day to say thank you for what you've been through, what you currently have, and for whatever the future is going to bring to you. If you can't be grateful where you are now, and be grateful for the things that have led you up to this point, then you'll never be grateful for what's about to happen. And it's never going to give you that space that you need to grow and to have that abundance and to have those positive things because you're not practicing it right here, right now. All right. And the last step, step number five, is probably the most important step. And that is to love yourself. We have to love ourselves. We have to put ourselves first in order to get this work to work. Because how we treat ourselves, how we view ourselves, how we talk about ourselves is really how we're allowing other people to treat us and to see us. If we're continuously putting ourselves out there for other people, we're going to continue to get taken advantage of because that's how we're allowing other people to see us. And then we feel guilty for when we do take time to love ourselves. Because we've led those other people to have expectations of us now, because that's how it's always been. 
We need to stop that. This is just society and the views and gender roles over time and just this whole combination of things that has led us to believe that as women, we shouldn't put ourselves first. And that's why self-love is such a hot topic right now is because women are starting to realize that we do need to take care of ourselves because we are finding ourselves in this stuck place and we are finding ourselves being burnt out in a lot of areas of our life. And we've learned from other people, we see the example of what happens when they love themselves and when they put themselves first. And we see that it's just this trickle effect of when we do love ourselves wholeheartedly and we put ourselves first, we allow ourselves to have that time to do what fills us up and refuels us, then everything else kind of snowballs because we're no longer feeling like we're being taken advantage of. We're not feeling so burnt out. We're not stressed out, which causes things like our health and our weight to fluctuate, anxiety, you know, you name it. Literally, it starts with us. So however we are viewing ourselves, however we're treating ourselves, that again, because of the law of attraction is what's going to come to us. If we're just allowing ourselves to be anybody's bridge to just walk over any point whenever and we don't say anything, nobody's going to see anything wrong with that because they don't know any different. Until you hit your breaking point and blow up and everybody, including yourself, is wondering what happened. Well, it's because it's been so long since you've actually taken time to look into yourself to do the work that you're stuck. You don't know who you are anymore because you've been putting yourself for everybody else. And the people around you that you've been doing everything else for doesn't know who you are anymore because they're looking at you like, what just happened? What do you, I'm sorry, Karen, like this is what Karen always has been. Now all of a sudden Karen wants to change. And then they look at that like, that's a bad thing. You know, how dare her? How dare her look at herself? She's been doing all this for us for all these years. And now all of a sudden she wants to take care of herself and put herself first. Oh no, you didn't, Karen. You know, that's just how society is. But fortunately, we are starting to wake up and we're starting to understand how important it really is to put yourself first and that it is okay. In fact, it's imperative and you shouldn't feel guilty for it. So just know that step five is probably the most important step and it can be little things and it doesn't have to be all at once and it doesn't have to be extravagant. It just has to be something for yourself every single day because you have to refuel. That's what's going to save you. That's what's going to help you through this whole process of understanding who you are. But if you don't give yourself the time to really figure out who you are, you're never going to figure out where you came from and where you're going. And it's not going to help you to figure out how you're going to get yourself unstuck because you don't know a damn thing about you. You just know how you've helped other people. You just know what your titles are. You're a wife. You're a mom. You work for such and such company. You're an employee of so-and-so. We define ourselves and we feel like we have to live into those roles, whatever those expectations of those roles are. That's how we allow ourselves to be defined. But we're our own person. We have our own story. And we got to get on stock and we have to do the work to figure out who it is that we were. We got to find ourselves then to really figure out who we are now. And we have to start with ourselves. All of this work starts with you, nobody else. 
So you got to put everybody else aside for just a minute and it's okay. And they're all going to survive. Trust me. And it's just going to help them help you because they're really going to see how you change for the better by doing that. It's really a win-win, but you got to start. You got to invite that little girl back into your life so that you can start to understand her, that you can empathize with her, that you can heal with her, and then get to a place where you can understand where you are now and help her empathize with her and move forward with her for her. So powerful. So let's quick recap the five steps and let's just put love yourself as number one. So step number one, love yourself. Step number two, face the past, do the digging, do the work, invite that little girl that used to be you into your here and now and walk together. Step number three, find forgiveness. Remember that it's not justification. It's not about the other person and that it will take time and practice. Just lead by how you are feeling throughout this whole entire practice. Number four is take responsibility. Know that it's okay to accept what has happened, to forgive yourself, to forgive others, to know where you are right now, to be able to move forward because your thoughts define who you are, not your past. And lastly, remember to practice gratitude. Make it a point every single day to just say thank you. Thank you for so many things. If you just take a moment to really think about everything that we have to be grateful for, it can really turn a negative day and a time when you wake up in a bad mood. It can really flip that and it can start your day so good because you're already starting with positivity. You're starting with a grateful heart that's going to lead you through the rest of the day. And the more you do that, the more that'll come to you. And as far as the forgiveness practice goes, if you want to Google the Hawaiian prayer, Hoyoponopono, that is a really good place to start with how to practice forgiveness. You can also look up Denise Duffield Thomas. She wrote the Get Rich Lucky Bitch book and uh, Lucky Bitch was, I think, her first one that she wrote. She has a really good forgiveness exercise. So you are welcome to look that up as part of your practice for forgiveness. It really walks you through step-by-step how to do that so that you can start to implement. I will also link that in the show notes so that if you don't want to have to go through the hassle of searching, I will save you some time and put the links down below. All right, so I'm going to leave you with that. Now you have some homework and I'm going to hold you accountable. No more excuses. There's no turning back. We just laid out the steps for you to get started. So I'm super excited to hear how it goes for you. I would love for you to share that with me as you go through all these steps and let me know what kind of breakthroughs or changes that you've recognized and what you really have enjoyed about the five steps that we just went over today. Feel free to leave me a message on Instagram or send me a personal email. However it is that you want to let me know, leave me a review on how this has helped you. And I will definitely reply personally with anybody that reaches out to me because I am here, like I said, to help you. And I just can't wait to hear from you. So there it is. You got it. Let's do it. And I will talk to you next week. I've been looking over.